Hey everyone, and welcome back. I'm excited to be talking with Aaron Rice today. Aaron Rice is a 3D professional in the Baltimore area. Aaron, you do, from what I've been able to tell, you do several different things in the 3D technology space. Um, Matterport scanning being just one of those things. Um, I'd love for you to take a moment to kind of introduce yourself and talk about what you do and um, the different services that, that you provide. Absolutely. Uh, Carson, thank you so much for having me. Uh, again, my name is Aaron Rice. Uh, company name is VR Colab. stands for Virtual Reality Collaboration Lab. Uh, we're located here in Baltimore City, and we've been in the space for almost a decade now. Um, I got my Matterport camera back in 2014, 2015. Uh, I think I was probably one of the first um, to own one in the state of Maryland, and immediately started using it for my real estate business. I'm also a realtor, have been a realtor for 21 years. Um, first heard about Matterport at an Inman conference, uh, believe it or not, um, back in 2014. I was just like, wow, that's that's a game changer for the industry and just had to get my hands on it. And so, um, you know, bit the bullet, purchased the camera and um, really got excited when they started implementing um, the um, the virtual reality component where you could put on, at that time, use Google Cardboard or an Oculus Go uh, to be able to help people, you know, visualize a property. And so for real estate, for sales, you know, I was dealing in the high-end, you know, luxury home market. So we were working with a lot of international buyers that wanted that capability to be able to put out a headset and view a property from China or from uh, India before they moved to to Maryland. And so we, we were one of the first to provide that technology, really focusing on, I think, what's often a most overlooked feature of Matterport is the virtual reality perspective. And so uh, we've got like a dozen or so headsets doing demos all the time. We're doing a lot of demos before COVID, um, but COVID kind of kind of shut that down. So, you know, Matterport's been really aggressive about, you know, working with partners like Open House and, and other SDK partners. And it's just really exciting to see, you know, what folks are doing with the, um, with the API and, and how they're developing different use cases. So I've been working with you guys for the last couple of weeks and super excited about what we've been doing so far. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Our goal is to help Matterport scanners and professionals like yourself to, um, I guess, enhance the experience for your clients. Like Matterport is an awesome platform and it's, it's going to be exciting to see how we as builders can kind of enhance that experience and, and expand because I think there's so many different applications to just like the base Matterport 3D tour. And you're already seeing that, whether it's in real estate or construction management, insurance. Um, I think shopping is obviously something we're leaning heavily into. Um, you, you mentioned that you've used Matterport a lot for real estate. Are there other applications or industries that you've used Matterport for? And I guess how broad is your your clientele when it comes to different industries? We we were early on in the real estate side of things. Um, I mean, Matterport came out designed, you know, for the residential market, and then other use cases came about. And so, um, we've we've actually expanded. We actually don't do a lot of real estate right now, just because it's um, even though only five to six percent of listings have Matterport, sixty percent of buyers wish wish agents would have it, but only six or seven percent actually use it. 
um, it, it's actually saturated on that side of the market. So we've branched out to, you know, working with arts and cultural institutions. We're working with a lot of retail uh, establishments. We're working with co-working spaces. We're working with uh, a lot of commercial spaces. Um, you know, we use the, the Pro 2 camera. We're, we're going to be probably in the next 90 days or so purchasing the Leica BLK360 to do more um, accurate commercial scans as well. So uh, we're just really following, you know, Matterport's lead. It's like wherever they think uh, is another use case, whether it's retail, whether it's travel and hospitality, architecture, engineering, construction, working with more architects and engineers and facilities management and schools. Uh, we're looking to, to branch out in those spaces as well. But it started on the real estate side for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. From the the different industries that you mentioned, are there any in particular that you and your team have like a, a fixed eye on that you are most excited about when it comes to these different industries? Yeah, it's definitely arts and culture, specifically African-American arts and cultural institutions um, who've been hit severely because of covid uh, more than more than any other uh type of institution they they were already kind of struggling before covid just to you know gain traction and get people in the door um an average museum spends about 70 dollars per visitor even though they're charging about eight dollars per visitor so um you know they're a nonprofit, of course they're not supposed to make any profit but i was just always mystified by that number yeah. uh, but during covid you know they were shut down so uh doors were closed but they still needed to expose their uh exhibits to people around the globe and so um we've gotten a lot of traction from working with a lot of museums here in the state and looking to kind of branch out into other states as well um servicing arts and cultural institutions and it's a great way for me to learn art and history uh at the same time because i'm you know walking around the camera reading the different exhibit pieces so it's it's a win-win situation for me for sure yeah, yeah, super, super fulfilling. Um, yeah. That's awesome. What about, you know, when it comes to having a a real estate client versus like a more, I guess it's all business to business, but having a real estate client versus a commercial client, what are the differences between um, the relationship that you have with those clients? Like, I, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Um, you know, I've been kind of a a, um, a trendsetter in the real estate industry. Um, I, I'm an instructor as well, so I used to travel the country teaching and, you know, really built up a good sphere of influence of agents who kind of look at what I'm doing on the real estate side as far as technology is concerned and just being like, hey, I just want to keep abreast of what's happening. Um, and, and on the real estate side, most of the agents that I talk to, I, I talk to them about actually having the seller pay for my services as opposed to the agent paying for it, which is a little bit different on the real estate side because the real estate agent is always so eager to get the listing that they'll go ahead and raise their hand and say, I'll pay for it. But really, the sellers are expecting to pay for this type of technology. Um, and so, you know, but it's a seller, it's an individual or, or, or a family, not a corporation. You know what I mean? So they're very budget conscious. Um, they're very, you know, fiscal conscious. They they can only spend, you know, so much for a 2,000, 5,000 square foot house to be. And we do more than Matterport. We do drone. We do video. We do photography as well. Um, you know, all high-end luxury lifestyle movies, those types of things. Um, but when we're dealing with commercial clients, you know, we're actually able to charge a lot more, um, maybe a 1,000% more. Um, dealing with a commercial client um, just because their focus is more so on the data, the spatial data, the deep spatial data that we can capture 
less than the the marketing perspective of it. So, you know, on the on the residential side, it's more the marketing, you know, schematic floor plan side. But on the commercial side, it's the deep spatial data. And we can serve so many different departments on commercial. We can service the marketing department, the the, the facilities department, um, the the design department if they're looking to redesign the space using point cloud and those types of things. So we get a lot more bandwidth out of the data dealing with commercial clients than we do residential. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting insight from, and we've experienced the same thing where when it comes to real estate, there's basically kind of one use for the Matterport yeah. tour. It's, you know, to let someone preview the listing and mm -hmm. kind of eliminate the need for a physical walkthrough. But if you create, you know, a Matterport tour for a business, that has so many different applications in, within various departments that can be used as marketing material, um, you know, just a variety, a variety of things. I think one example is, um, you know, we've talked with lots of interior designers who use Matterport tours for their businesses, and it's a great marketing, you know, piece of content that they can use in a variety of ways. But then it's all, it also acts as like a digital history for um their business, you know, it's, it's a, mm -hmm. a digital portfolio. It's a digital, um, way for them to step back into some of their, their previous work. And, and that's the, that's the sweet thing about working with arts and cultural institutions, museums, um, you know, a house, I'm going to go in there once <laughs> I'm going to go in there once I'm going to scan it. Um, now that has empirical data that can still be used, but, um, uh, most agents are are still the market's so hot right now that they can go in with a cell phone and take photos. But but on a residential property, I'm going to be there once. In a museum, I'm going to be there every 90 to 120 days as their exhibits turn over. Uh, they want to lock it in. They want to you know have it in perpetuity, evergreen, um, because they're still being able to show these tours to educators and student groups. Um, whether it be elementary school, middle school, high school, the college level. Um, and it's still, because it's evergreen, it still has that, that panache to it. So, um, so yeah, I'll go into a museum multiple times a year, whereas a, a, a residential property, it's, it's just once. Yeah. Hmm. So, so interesting. Um, I want to ask you some questions just about, I guess, kind of running the business that you do in general. What, what are some of the challenges that come with running a 3d scanning business um yeah yeah so um you know it's just um i would love to be out scanning every day i mean i'm in my mind i'm like i need to be out scanning someone's property every day whether it's residential commercial um you know and it's still fairly new technology it's not new for the industry but it's new for consumers um it's gotten a lot of traction during COVID, um, but um, but it's still kind of new and, and it's not one of those things that you can easily explain. And so one of the things that I've been doing and having a lot of success with is just going back over the years to different clients and saying, hey, you know, let me show you how I can, you know, with Open House's um, SDK or, or app, let me show you how I can add a, a layer of e-commerce uh, to your retail location or to the museum gift shop or, you know, those types of things. And so you know, you guys have been great to work with in that regard because you're, you're, you're helping me um, 
create leverage with my clients who aren't aren't in the real estate side. Um, and so you've been very helpful in that regard. Um, so we've been kind of repurposing it and trying new things with museums. Um, you know, we do a lot of video content for museums as well. So to be able to add that video component to the tour um, that you would do with some of your um, design clients has been really great for a museum use case. Um, we're, we're calling it self-guided tours. So, you know, going back to those clients and saying, hey, we got some new technology you might want to check out has been helpful as well. But, you know, we, we can always use more business for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's that's cool, too, because like we said, you create this Matterport scan and, and, and really it's an asset and the more utility we can build around it and the more yeah. we can help them use those spaces in, in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. kind of a, a win-win all around that we can repurpose that evergreen content and really squeeze as much value as possible out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. What would you say looking over the next few years, um, what opportunities most excite you about this space and what are you, yeah, excited about? Yeah, I mean, definitely all things metaverse, you know, um, you know, despite however other people feel, I'm a, I'm a Zuckerberg fan. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I love I love what he's done uh, uh, with his platforms. Um, you know, I'm a Oculus uh, ISV partner um, uh, to be able to uh, get content in, in the headset as well, uh, independent service vendor. Um, so you know, just kind of all chips in uh, on the metaverse. It's still early. You know, we got another five, 10 years to go. Um, but there's there's ways to uh, view the metaverse currently. You know, um, we view our digital twins as the metaverse, as a realistic metaverse. Um, and we're kind of approaching it from that perspective. So super excited about that. Definitely excited about virtual reality and kind of what's happening in that space. Um, definitely excited about just the value of deep spatial data and the data that, that can be pulled out of these uh, tours, especially when you're talking about larger commercial properties, when you're talking about even museums who um, maybe don't really have a current um, data collection system to be able to really understand everything that's in their current exhibit that's showing to the public, which is only 5% of what they have access to. The other 97, 95% is, is in storage. And so um, just excited about being able to help you know, add value using this technology, you know, retail locations that may have been shut down because of COVID. We're opening up a new studio uh, in a couple of weeks where um, if you're a retail location and, and you were shut down because of COVID, you can come to our 1500 square foot studio. We can um, digitize, you can do like a pop-up shop and we can digitize your, your, your fashion, your, 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 your um, uh, apparel, um, your clothing and, um, you know, tag it up add a, add a uh, e-commerce layer to it with, with the open house platform. And um, and now you've got an evergreen store. You can be there for, for a couple of hours, lay it out. We'll scan it, pack it up, go. And now you're, you're mobile ready. You're what we call metaverse ready. And so uh, looking at a lot of those use cases with artists as well, who may be working out of their basement, being able to come into our studio, hang up their art, we can digitize it, add the e-commerce, they can pack up and go. And so um, you know, sky's the limit. Just super excited about the technology and what's happening and, and the work that you guys are doing as well. Yeah. I uh, I am on the same page with you when it comes to, to metaverse excitement. I, I think a lot of times people try to draw lines in the sand too early. And what I mean by that is I think everybody kind of has this idea that it's either going to be like totally virtual avatar, like made up, 
or it's going to be more of a version of real life. I think I I think it's more and than or. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, exactly. I think, um, like you said, the VR capabilities of Matterport are really early and really untapped. Um, but I think, you know, one example that comes to mind for me is, I'm not sure if you're familiar with on cyber. Um, basically mm-hmm. it's a, it's a 3d rendering technology that allows yeah. people to like display their NFTs in like a virtual mm-hmm. art gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's growing in a lot of popularity and basically <laughs> the whole functionality is you can just walk around these virtual galleries and look at people's, um, NFTs that they've purchased. Mm-hmm. And I think to me, like, I think that's such a, um, bold case argument for the potential for us to help these brands create shoppable. Did you say ball, ball case, like a Michael ball? No, no, a bull, like a bull market. Uh, oh, okay, bull. Okay, okay, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, a bullish case, you know, a, okay. a positive um, argument okay. for okay. Okay. us helping people create okay. virtual spaces because it's already happening. Like people are spending time on the internet walking around virtual virtual spaces and just looking at things um and for us to be able to help them do that but also like purchase things while inside or interact with a space um i think we're just just getting started in this metaverse uh concept will consist of you know digital twins of real spaces but also um you know spaces that are digitally created from scratch as well yeah yeah i mean i think there's 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 the CGI version and then there's the, the kind of the real version, uh, as well. And, and I think it's going to be an, and I'll tell you one of the best, uh, YouTube videos I saw was, um, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk interviewing, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to check that out, but if, if you haven't, I, I strongly encourage it because even though Gary kind of cut him off a lot, but he, he was getting <laughs> to the right points of, um, you know, really, you know, the metaverse being that form of expression, um, and what he said very is very congruent with kind of what you guys are doing, especially with the residential design, because people are able to see how people express themselves in the, in their homes, not just, you know, with, with clothing. I mean, we express ourselves with clothing all day, every day when we walk outside, but to be able to do that virtually and, and in the metaverse and in your home to be able to express how you live and, and oh, by the way, you can buy uh, this piece of furniture that I love so much. Um, you can buy this piece of clothing, you know, that I love so much is, is huge. So I think self-expression, um, and being able to kind of, um, you know, monetize that, I think is very exciting about the, the metaverse as well. Yeah. Great points. I have seen that, that interview, <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's worth a rewatch for sure. Yeah, um, for sure. Yep. And yeah, I just think when these new technologies are coming, like I said, people draw lines in the sand too early. And I think, mm-hmm. um, we are just so early in all this, but I think we are early in the sense that um, we're in the discovery phase, you know, um, but it's exciting, yeah. you know, and, and if we can hold on and learn and be agile and help people get into it as well, um, hopefully there will be a lot of um, economic rewards uh, with that as well, you know. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's still, it's not even first inning, you know, we're kind of walking to the stadium with our cleats in hand and our, and our <laughs> you know, in our bag, we haven't even entered the locker room yet. It's still so early. Um, but, but being early can, can be a negative sometimes as well, because the, the market might just not be ready for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to be resilient. Like you said, you got to have some stick to itness and, and really focus on the long term. It's like buying stock, you know, um, we're not, we're not day trading metaverse. We're, we're kind of, in it for the long haul, you know, so excited about it for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, Aaron, I appreciate your time. I am sure this yeah, will not be the, the last time we uh, <laughs> record a conversation between us. Um, I think there's just a need for more content like this for people in our space, for Matterport scanning professionals and for all of us that are helping, you know, Matterport digitize the, the built world. So um, looking forward to, to more conversations. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Awesome.